Devils finally drop one on the road and the Pens win their sixth game in a row. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL local experts taking you through the biggest stories on the ice. I am your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. We're ready to recap all the action for you from Monday. We start out with the Devils, who are no longer winning on the road this season as they fall to who else but the New York Rangers at Madison Square Garden. Locked On Rangers and Locked On Devils in to break everything down. Ladies and gentlemen, I think Gerard Gallant is officially off the hot seat. What is going on, everybody? This is John Chick with Locked On New York Rangers. And as I just mentioned, I think we're at the point where Gerard Gallant can no longer be considered on the hot seat. Obviously, the Rangers were sputtering a little bit earlier in the season, but they have since responded with four consecutive wins uh, against some pretty good teams in the Devils, the Knights, and uh, the Avalanche. The Blues maybe not so much, but bottom line, a four-game winning streak is a four-game winning streak. And watching this game and some of the more recent games as well, this one, of course, being a 4-3 overtime win over the Devils on the strength of an overtime winner from Philip Heedle. The conclusion that I have is that there's no way that this team has quit on Gerard Gallant. There was obviously some lackluster hockey being played there. Rangers had to do a little bit of soul-searching and obviously uh, turn in better efforts on a nightly basis. But Gerard Gallant, I think, still has this locker room, and he should be safe for the foreseeable future. We're going to talk about all this and a whole lot else on the next episode of Locked On New York Rangers. Do not miss it. What's up? This is Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils, and here is my post-game reaction. So, for the first time since the start of the season, the New Jersey Devils are currently on a two-game losing streak. They lost their latest battle against the New York Rangers by a score of 4-3 to three in overtime. And this game was very disappointing, to say the least, because the New Jersey Devils got off and running, both on offense and defense. Thanks to the help of Nico Heischer and Dawson Mercer, the New Jersey Devils were able to score early in period number one, jumping out to a 2-0 lead. And their defense was also doing a wonderful job as the New York Rangers didn't get their first shot on Vitek Vanacek until the period was more than halfway finished. But unfortunately, the New Jersey Devils crashed and burned as the game progressed. So in period number two, Jack Hughes was able to make it a 3-1 to one lead for the Devils. But if we count the OT goal, the Devils allowed three unanswered goals at the hands of the New York Rangers. So once again, at least the Devils walk away with a point. But we know that they are so much better than what they've been performing the last few games. On the other end of things, the Flames haven't been able to buy a road win this year. Locked on Canadians and Flames here to tell you everything that you need to know. It could be a costly shootout win for the Montreal Canadiens. Hi, everyone. My name is Laura Saba of Locked On Canadians, and the Habs have just beat Calgary in a shootout at home. Unfortunately, it was quite a costly win as their top, they're currently their top player, uh, Cole Caulfield, uh, took a hit to the head from Lewis, and right now he's out with an upper body injury. We don't currently have any news on that front, but it was definitely a hit to the head. He was clutching his head. It's not a good sign for a player who is on pace, on pace for 40 goals this season. And uh, obviously he provides a lot of the Canadian scoring. So it's going to be a huge loss that's felt in the lineup. In other news, the power play continues to be completely abysmal. Uh, they had a four minute where they were not able to put anything together. And there are a lot of question marks about this team. One of them is the power play and the Montreal Canadiens are going to have to figure it out. Alex Burroughs has to figure it out. Uh, 
Martin St. Louis, who is reportedly the executive decision maker for the Canadians power play, has to figure it out. This is not a sustainable kind of situation. We know the Canadians are in a rebuilding season, but something like this where they've been this bad and they don't have ideas uh, and their personnel is bad, right? It's not that's not the problem. That's something that they're going to have to figure out. But in the meantime, we're going to be watching Cole Caulfield's injury status with bated breath. Hopefully he's okay. It did not look good. Hits to the head are never, ever good. We'll keep our fingers crossed. And for more on all of this, check out Locked On Canadians. We're available wherever you get your podcasts as well as on YouTube. Thank you so much. The Calgary Flames fall to the Montreal Canadiens in a shootout and yet another road loss. Hello everyone, it's Jess Belmosto here from Locked On Flames, and tonight was a brutal night. Although the Flames were able to get on the board first, thanks to Jonathan Huberdeau and Jacob Markstrom having an outstanding night in net, it was a tough night to lose, but also to lose one of your best penalty killers in Chris Tanev. Chris Tanev got hit in the head with the back, or back of the head with a puck, and went down like a ton of bricks during the game and I can only imagine this means he will be out with a concussion or um, an upper body injury for quite some time and Nazem Kadri also had to go to the quiet room during the game so he could be missing some time as well. Elias Lindholm also missed the game due to an upper body injury and Mackenzie Weger was out with an illness so we will have to see what the next game holds for the Flames and if they can bounce back from winning a few in a row to now losing quite a few in a row. Better late than never, Evgeny Malkin gets the game winner for Pittsburgh in the final seconds of regulation. Locked on Penguins and Locked on Stars have a recap from both sides. Make it six in a row for your Pittsburgh Penguins. Hey everyone, I'm Hunter Hodes here with the Locked on Penguins podcast back with another Locked on Now video as the Penguins continue to stay hot. That is six wins in a row after a two-to-one victory over the Dallas Stars. Evgeny Malkin gets the game winner with 34.7 seconds to play in regulation. That's his first goal in 10 games. Penguins are now up to second place in the Metropolitan Division and continue to play their finest hockey of the season. P.O. Joseph also got his first goal of the season tonight. That goal ended up um, tying the game after the Stars took an early 1-0 lead just 19 seconds in. But this team is playing really well right now, and I think more people need to start taking them seriously as one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference. For more on the Pittsburgh Penguins, you can check out the Locked on Penguins podcast wherever you get your podcasts. The Dallas Stars kick off their five-game road trip with their most heartbreaking loss of the season up to this point. Hey, everybody, this is Dane Lewis with the Locked on Stars podcast recording just minutes after the conclusion of the Stars' first game of the season against the Pittsburgh Penguins, a game that felt destined to go to overtime. Around 40 seconds left in regulation, the Penguins trying to mount at least one more rush opportunity, and a sappy move by Evgeny Malkin allows the puck to go across the line, beating Jake Ottinger and giving the Penguins a 2-1 to lead with 34 seconds left in the game. Both teams played incredibly hard. It was a very evenly matched game. The shots on goal, very close, 27 to 25 in favor of Dallas. The face-off matchups was close. The power play was pretty close, all things considered, although Pittsburgh 
did execute on one of their opportunities while the Stars were unable to execute on any of their opportunities. I mean, ju just a very tough pill to swallow for Dallas. Not a bad game from them by any means. Jake Gottinger was fantastic in this game. I really can't blame him for the goal that he gives up there at the end. He tried to make a move on the initial look from Rust, and then Malkin just gets the rebound and makes a good play. Hard to pin things on him, and really just a good game all around. A little bit of a different roster look for the Stars with guys like Ty Delandria and Denis Gurionov and Radek Foxa playing in new positions, or at least on new lines that they hadn't been playing in in previous games. All in all, a decent start to the road trip, but not the result you want. Not able to get two points, and things are only going to get more difficult as the Stars really get no time to rest or recover as they have to be ready to go again tomorrow night against the New Jersey Devils, one of the best teams in the league. Well, we'll talk about this game against the Penguins in its entirety and also look ahead to Tuesday night's matchup against the Devils on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Stars, and I can't wait to see you there. Coming up, Ottawa gets the big win but loses two players to injuries. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Bet Online. It is the number one spot for all of your online sports betting needs. If you want to stay up to date on the gambling lines or whatever you want to get into, whatever sport you are interested in betting on, you can do that at betonline.net. It's where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. A shutout against the Ducks overshadowed by some serious injuries to key players. Locked on Ducks goes over what went wrong on Monday and Locked on Senators in with the injury update. Well, that was a bad loss again. Hi, everyone. Jason J.D. Hernandez here from Locked on Anaheim Ducks. The Ducks got shut out in Ottawa 3-0, but hey, at least it wasn't 4-0, right? I mean, Lucas Dostal getting just barreled into the nets almost made it 4-0. But Dabrinkit was the main star, and the Ducks, once again, having abysmal special teams, allowing two power play goals to the Ottawa Senators. Lukas Dostal was strong in net, making 35 saves, but the offense was nowhere to be found. Tune into the next edition of Locked on Anaheim Ducks for more on the continuing woes of the Anaheim Ducks. The Ottawa Senators get their first shutout of the season with a 3-0 win over the Anaheim Ducks. But at what cost? I'm Brandon Piller from the Locked On Senators podcast. And yes, a 3-0 win is always great, even if it's up against the last place Anaheim Ducks. But unfortunately, Tim Stutzla did get injured in this game and he did not return. It looks like an upper body injury. Tyler Mott also left the game with an injury. So add that to the list of hurt players on this team, but some positive. Cam Talbot gets his first shutout as an Ottawa Senator. Alex Dabrinkit gets two power play goals, and Rourke Chartier almost had his first goal of the season in the NHL. We'll get into all that and more in the postcast at the Locked On Senators YouTube channel. The Oilers unable to overcome a slow start in Minnesota as the Wild got a 2-1 win yesterday. Locked on Wild and Locked on Oilers go over the first game of a back-to-back. -back. Sammy Walker may have unlocked the Boldy line as the Wild pick up a nifty win against Edmonton. Hey everybody, Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, recapping a 2-1 win for the Minnesota Wild against the Edmonton Oilers. The Matt Boldy, Freddie Goudreau, and Sammy Walker line technically scored three times tonight. One goal waved off the board, but a power play goal for Matt Boldy and a goal for Freddie Goudreau was the difference in this one tonight. 
Marc-Andre Fleury was great. The Wild shut down the McDavid dry sidle line. And Sammy Walker has turned the Matt Boldy line into another scoring force for this team. The Wilds avenged their loss to Edmonton a few days ago, and all is good in the state of hockey. For more on the Minnesota Wild, make sure you're following Locked on Wild wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Oilers have an absolute <laughs> snoozer in Minnesota as they lose the first of a back-to-back on this road trip. Hi, my name is Brett Holden from Locked On Oilers, and the Oilers play the second of a home-and-home home against the Minnesota Wild in this one, but they come out flat and lose two to one. Zach Hyman scores his first goal in 10 games as he got the Oilers on the scoreboard after Matt Boldy scored the first goal of the game for the Minnesota Wild, but that would be all the Oilers would get as Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl fail to find the score sheet for a goal in this one as Connor McDavid breaks his seven game goal streak in this one. Stuart Skinner stops 28 of 30 fire towards them. However, Marc-Andre Fleury, not as busy. The Edmonton Oilers fire a season-low 21 shots towards Marc-Andre Fleury in this one. Six shots coming in the third period. The Edmonton Oilers look to improve on this performance tomorrow night on Tuesday against the Nashville Predators as they play the second of a back-to-back in Nashville at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. The shorthanded Preds were able to push the Blues into overtime, but they could not get two points yesterday. Locked on Predators has a list of things that the team needs to approve upon. Nashville took the ice tonight without four of their best defensemen, but it wasn't defense that doomed the Predators in a 1-0 overtime loss to the St. Louis Blues. Hi everyone, I'm Ann Kimmel from Locked on Predators. Despite a patched together blue line, the Preds defense played fairly well tonight. Where the Predators struggled was on offense and special teams. Nashville generated plenty of chances, but only 25 of those were shots on goal and the team couldn't convert on four power play chances against the worst penalty kill in the league right now. The Preds leave Enterprise Center with one point in this overtime loss, but there are a couple things they must address to improve their play. The big guys have got to be able to finish at five on five. The power play needs more movement and more net front opportunities. And while the penalty kill was solid, Ryan Johansson's hat trick of infractions could have cost the Predators dearly against many other teams. The Preds get a point, but they have plenty of work to do before they welcome the Edmonton Oilers to Bridgestone Arena tomorrow night. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NHL. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you are subscribed to Locked On NHL and, of course, your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.